Broadcasting from Indianapolis, Indiana. USA. You're listening to Forgotten Favorites. Forgotten Favorites. On the Worldwide Legend. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit twomen2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this together. All right, let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh, you don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9920. And enter the pin 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Well, good evening from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm Bill Sparks, and I'm going to turn it over to Chris. I'm just kind of the... What do you call it? The production type person here. Yeah, you're you're just going to need to explain uh, what's going on with the Pacers. That's all your job is tonight. You're the board yeah. operator, Bill. It's yeah. called sweet. So anyway, so <laughs> you're going to be working on that. We'll get to that in a little while. But hello, everybody. Today is August 23rd, 2020. Got a little thunder rumbling in the background. Hopefully everything will be fine here and uh, <clears throat> we'll be good. But we should yeah, be. We've, we've had enough lightning in California. we got more coming tonight, which yeah. might create more problems. This is show number 106. 106 on Fourth Lounge. 
Live. And our agenda tonight, and we're doing it a little differently tonight. We're going to start with baseball, as we often do the time of year. Then we're going to do go the, the NBA. Then we're going to do the NHL. Then we're going to have a media section because the media, all kinds of stuff broke loose in the media this week. So we're going to definitely cover the media as a separate area of sports. Then we're pretty much the uh, miscellaneous stuff is either college or pro football stuff, you notes here and there. And we've got some deaths of eight or nine. I forget nine, I think. So uh, basically, um, we've got, uh, we're about ready to start. Uh, so I guess, uh, First of all, Robert, what was the deal on the race today? The race? Uh, okay, Denny Hamlin won the race yesterday for NASCAR, and mm-hmm. Kevin Harvick won the race today for NASCAR. We do not have a golf result, so for those waiting for Dustin Johnson, Dustin Johnson did win. Okay, they didn't get it in because they told you there's rain. They were up here. They were up here, and uh, so I wasn't sure if they were able to get it in with all the rain around the area. Yeah, and and for the Indy five, and for Indy five hundred, and a uh, driver whose last name is Seda uh, won the Indy five hundred. Okay, so to set us up for the rest of the show, why don't you uh, start us off, Sean? All right. First of all, before I get to the plugs, we have to say a little something. We want to wish our loyal legend listener, Laura. See, I practiced Oh, that. How about that? That was good. Loyal legend <laughs> listener, Laura, in Michigan. She has a birthday tomorrow. Uh, Laura, yeah. as you know, she had a stroke recently, and she got out of the hospital last Saturday. Sounded real good. We want to wish her a happy early birthday. I'm sure she's listening because she's been calling all the legend shows, listening, all kinds of stuff. So happy birthday, Laura. Yep. And all right. Now, of course, uh, you can leave us a message anytime throughout the week, 800-693-0595, option number two, uh, say it's for Sports Lounge Live, or you can email us at sportslounge at allthingsradio.net, or, of course, call in tonight, download the Zoom app, or dial 646-876-9923, then enter 287-723-4600, hit the pound key twice, and when you come in, all right, when we mute you and when we call on you, because of the way Zoom, I believe you're still you're gonna have to unman you're gonna have to manually unmute yourself. Is that correct? I believe that I believe that's correct. That is correct. Yeah, so you might, when we call your name, do star six or whatever you do on your computer or your iPhone, do that to unmute yourself and we will get you. Also, do not forget seven one two four three two three six four two. Board number nine is the Sports Lounge Board. A lot of discussion. Plus, well, a little bit we cover on the desk. You get more in-depth coverage from David USF, or some people call him David US Death. No. Yes, they, <laughs> could. they could indeed. Yeah, they could. You get in-depth coverage, plus all the sports history. That is going on up there also. And you can also go to Board 13 on 712-432-3642 and get all your TV and Sirius XM schedules. And mm-hmm. right now it's really busy, so check those out. But anyway, we got a bunch of stuff going on this week. So <laughs> yep, we got right baseball. On into baseball. We'll start right off with baseball. And these standings, I hadn't looked at the standings for a week or so because, you know, with all the hockey and basketball going on, I was really busy. And Red Sox are so horrible, I didn't really pay attention. But uh, there's been some surprising changes here. And, of course, it's a short season. We're almost at the halfway point of it. Some teams have played 30 games already. So American League East, Tampa Bay. <laughs> and these are the standings going into today. Tampa Bay at 18 and 10, leading the division right now. Yankees at 16 and 9. Toronto, 13 and 12. Baltimore, 13 and 14. And the woeful Red Sox, 9 and 19. And they lost again today. Well, we have uh, to point out the Yankees have been kind of handicapped because of games being canceled. And correct. Not, yeah, we'll not, talk about that uh, when we, uh, you know, uh, later yeah. on when we'll update any stories around baseball. If we, okay. I guess we don't really have any new virus information, but the Mets have been down for uh, three days. So <laughs> American League Central, Minnesota, 18 and 10. Cleveland, 17 and 10. And the White Sox. 
17 and 11. They lost today, but they're 17 and 11. So right now they'd be one of the playoff teams. That's for sure. And they won. They had won seven in a row. So the Cubs beat them today. Kansas City 11 and 16. Detroit 10 and 15. In the West, Oakland at 19 and 9, and they won again today. Houston at 15 and 12, and they lost today. So Oakland uh, fattens their lead on the Astros. Mm-hmm. Texas 10 and 16. Uh, Seattle 10 and 19, and the Angels 9 and 19. So those three, like the Red Sox, and they're kind of out of it. In the National League East, Atlanta at 16 and 11, Miami at 11 and 10. So you see, this is the Marlins are working on making those games up, but they're still behind everybody in games played. The Mets are 12 and 14, and of course now they're going to start to fall. You'll see them falling behind. Uh, Washington 10 and 14, and Philadelphia 9 and 14. So actually, the Mets have played more games until this came up than anybody else. I don't know how, but they, I guess they were involved in other doubleheaders with teams. That's how they got. Well, uh, they they'll have four games at least now to make up. One with Miami and the three with the Yankees. So. Right. In the Central, the Cubs at 16 and 10, St. Louis uh, 8 and 8, uh, Milwaukee 11 and 14, Cincinnati 11 and 14, and Pittsburgh 6 and 17. So they're also out of it. And in the West, the Dodgers are 21 and 8, and actually now 22 and 8, as Charlie Steiner pointed out, halfway through their season, 22 wins, not bad. San Diego 17 and 12, Padres playing good ball. Colorado 13 and 14, Arizona 13 and 15, and San Francisco 13 and 16. And uh, let's see. So on the so the Sunday National results. League, there's not a lot. You know, there's not a lot, Chris, of, of teams above 500 in the National League. No, no. there's not. No, there aren't. So uh, it's going to probably be fairly easy in the National League to pick, unless you get one of those fluky percentage teams like Miami and St. Louis sneaking in that you don't expect. And because uh, they're, you know, Cardinals are eight and eight. Well, they're not far from over 500. So that'll yeah. put them. Uh, you'll have to look at that. In the, in the weeks to come, we have a little more time. We'll we'll try to dope that out and uh, figure that out. But as I say, the White Sox are in good shape right now. Indians and Twins all should make the play if the season were to end today. They all would be making the playoffs. Ah, uh, yes. Sunday, Washington beat Miami nine to three. Three Baltimore over the Red Sox five to four. Tampa Bay beat Toronto five to four. Detroit beat Cleveland seven to four. And uh, boy, Detroit's won a couple games against Cleveland. They had lost about nineteen in a row or something. And uh, so now, and I guess uh, uh, Dick, Dan Dickerson uh, brought them some luck. I guess. Did you listen to any of that while he was? I did. I did. I did. I listened to both feeds, and, I, and the Cleveland announcers said they were very happy to see that somebody the finally Indian. traveled. Yes, they were very One happy to see that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You know, you figure you see these guys in the in your division. You know, you get to be friends with them, and and so you uh, you you know, unless it was Milo Hamilton, nobody liked him. But you know, the general yeah. uh, run of the mill announcers all well, get in this, along. In this they, ca- in this case, though, it's three good announcers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Detroit beat Cleveland today, seven to four. St. Louis beat Cincinnati six to two. <clears throat> Cubs beat the White Sox two to one. Minnesota over Kansas City five to four. Pittsburgh beat Milwaukee five to four. They came from behind to do that. I know they were behind four to three in the eighth. Seattle beat Texas four to one. San Francisco over Arizona six to one. Uh, the Dodgers over Colorado eleven to three. San Diego beat Houston five to three. And Robert, you told us that the A's won their game uh, in ten innings five to four, right? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So, so the A's, uh, the, uh, the Padres did the A's a big favor by sweeping the Astros. So that's what really built. Well, the A's and uh, San Diego is one of the big stories of this week in uh, in the games that they played. This week, I think they played all seven days. They mm-hmm. hit five grand slams this week, and of course, they have six overall. And of course, they are the first team to ever hit four consecutive grand slams in four consecutive games. That had never been done before. 
So, okay, and they're also, I know, tied with the White Sox, the, the two teams you don't necessarily expect when you look ahead, uh, tied with the White Sox for the lead in home runs in the major league. So yeah. that's how they're, how they're both doing it. Yeah. So, and, uh, so Perry, any baseball notes that we need to catch? Uh, like any, you, you say we don't really have any new information on the Mets and the virus, right? Well, the, since last week, the Mets had a player and a staff member test positive. That was on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And their next game now is on Tuesday against the Marlins. And as of this point, that is still on. So it seems that the rule of thumb, and correct me if I'm wrong, Perry, looks like if you have, you're going to miss a series if you have somebody test positive. But that is that's cor- all that's you correct. Have, you usually can come back the next series. That seems to be what's going on. At, at and, and we would suspect that they would play a couple of double headers, maybe Friday and Sunday, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, with the with the Mets and the Yankees next weekend because. They're going to have to find a way to make up three games with the Yankees. Yeah, because they're, they're going to have to play six altogether and uh, right. so forth. And that's so. another thing to keep in mind, Chris, with those standings that you were going over, too. Some of these mm-hmm. teams, like the Cardinals, the Marlins, to appoint the Phillies, you know, teams like that who have games to make up, the, the doubleheaders could take a toll on them after a while. That's yes. correct. So anyway, so now we can I think slip the slip over to the NBA and we had. Well, no, uh, let's get a couple of, a couple other uh, baseball stories. We got to talk about Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, oh, yeah well, okay. the, that was part of the San Diego story I brought up. And this and this is when their Grand Slam fiasco started. And I'm not saying fiasco Grand Slam is a bad thing because yeah. of course yeah, it's but not. And first of all, he is the first player to ever lead the league at the same time in home runs and stolen bases. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's first um, first he, player to ever you, do that. And mind you, he's only 21 years old. He's 21 so. years old. But for those of you that don't know, I believe it was Tuesday, uh, when San Diego and Texas were playing. It was Monday. It was Monday it was night. Monday. Yeah. Monday night, they were up 10-3. to 3. They were up 10-3, to 3, and he was uh, uh, he had a 3-0 count. Yeah. And his manager said he gave him a sign to, you know, to go for the walk, you know, but he yeah, no, they they wanted him to take the take the next pitch, but yeah, he didn't do that. Pitch, but he swung. He hit a grand slam, right. and Chris Woodward and others with the Rangers and others are a little upset. And some of the some baseball purists are saying that is the unwritten rule. How do you do that? And it's like it was not the last out, the last inning. It was still in the eighth. They could have very easily in baseball. You can see an eight-run lead yep. go away. Seven, eight-run. Yep. I mean, especially with these strange bullpens that people now. have right now. You yeah. know, you don't know who you're going to be bringing in, and you got to leave them in for three batters and all this other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, Johnny Bench and Reggie Jackson came to his defense and said, "You know what? We're baseball traditionalists, but there are certain things." And right now, baseball ratings are up fifty-seven percent in the eighteen to thirty-four market. And that age, mm-hmm. the age group that they've been trying. And so it's because of, I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr., if they want to market around somebody, he's someone I think they can look at. Because uh-huh. can you imagine if they had Reggie Jackson or Johnny Bench, even in the Jordan era or today, the way they would have marketed them? I mean, he's a guy because Mike Trout, that's, you know, it's not a very marketable. He doesn't have that personality to be marketable. There's some others. This guy, I mean, because of things like this, hey, it's the bad boy. Love him or hate him. And then we had the other story that came out of Wednesday night, not the media story from Wednesday night, but there was another story that came out of that Reds, uh, Reds Royals doubleheader. Uh, Reds, Trevor, yeah, Royals. Trevor Bauer. Oh, yeah. Trevor Bauer wanted to wear a – he had some custom cleats made by Nike that said, Free Joe Kelly. Major League Baseball told him, no, he could not do that. If he did, he would be subject to fines or suspension. And he said, oh, we can wear things that can be approved, but basically censorship – 
So he had a little fit. And, of course, we'll talk about the bigger Rich Royal controversy right. on that well, same game. Trevor Bauer's one, always he's supposed to, yeah, And he's, for, he's, those, for, those he's know, for those that don't know, Joe Kelly uh, is a pitcher of, uh, for the Dodgers, used to pitch for the Yankees and the Red Sox. Um, he got suspended when the Ooh. Dodgers played the Astros. Uh, for throwing at a couple of the hitters. Uh, he got an eight-game suspension. It was knocked down to five games. And a lot of the baseball players want to support Joe Kelly. That, so that was Trevor Bauer's idea of trying to do that. Right. Okay. So I think that's it for baseball. And uh, so now going to the NBA. Well, remember, remember we'll have another baseball, baseball story, but it's coming up later. Uh, yeah. Remember, for baseball, well, August 31st is the trading deadline, and That's we've true. already and we've already seen some some minor uh, dealings, like the Red Sox have sold a couple, uh, traded a couple of players to the Phillies, mm-hmm. and uh, stuff like that. And the, the Giants and Rays made a trade today. Uh, uh, and they uh, the Rays, uh, the Giants picked up Daniel Robertson from uh, the Rays, and to make room for Daniel Robinson, uh, the Giants. It's designated Hunter Pence. So, okay. um, but anyway, I think you're going to see a lot of minor deals like that. Perry, correct me if I'm wrong. You don't see any big people moving this trade deadline. Uh, it's possible. It's possible, but probably not. We do yeah. have a hand. Let's go to Marty. How's it going, Marty? Hey, it's going pretty good. I was uh, I had a question for you guys, and this may be a lawyer question, so maybe you can't answer, but hopefully okay. you can. Well, um, if we if we I don't know, we'll we, try to make it up. I I I played a lawyer on the phone system sometimes, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> I watched that. All right. Well, okay, okay. Yeah. I um uh, a couple of years ago, I, I discovered the KNBR, which covers the Giants. Um, on TuneIn with my Miss A, I could uh, hear the Giants. And right. now, now they've switched over to iHeart, and I can do the same thing on iHeartRadio. I can hear the Giants. But no other team seems to provide that. Um, um, there, oh, are, okay. there are – hold on, Robert. There are a couple. Um, the Cardinals apparently are on Radio.com with KMOX, but – yeah. I have found that depending on what day it is, you can hear them. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But yeah. the Giants are the only ones, you're right, that I know of that okay, you can hear Marty, full time. Uh, there, there's a couple of things behind this, and I was just talking about this before we came on the air. Um, I discovered recently while trying to listen to a Giants game on my Lady A device that, um, at least in my area, on sometimes uh, she automatically will take me to 1050 and not 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 allow me to hear six uh, six eighty, yeah. but uh, the Giants are able to get away with a lot because KNBR is part of the Giants ownership group, so they're allowed to do more than. But that a lot would of not, us. Robert. That would have nothing to do with streaming games. That is a baseball no. thing. No, I, I I understand that, and, but you know, and baseball like baseball KMLX, will tell baseball will tell you you either can or you can't. So right, yeah. okay. Just like with KMLX, what I was told was they couldn't get it on their ADA, they couldn't get it on the computer, but on the i on the radio dot com app, they could get KMLX with Cardinals. That's what I was told by somebody. Yeah. So, uh, so the question then then would be, what is the most inexpensive way to hear baseball? You know, besides the Giants. Um, because like, uh, um, and I can hear the A's on the radio, but it sure sounds better, you know, when you're getting do you, it up. Do you have Marty? Do you have what? What do you do? You have like a, uh, an iPod or a smart device of any sort? 
I have an iPhone, though I would have I would have to tell you I'm not real good with it. I mean, I know how to do certain things, but I'm not you real could, uh, if well you versed get, yet. If I'm you mad. get the MLB, MLB app. Uh, app or you know that app, you can. It's twenty dollars yeah. a year. Which okay. is which is reasonable. Wow. One thing you yeah. might consider, Marty, and even though I've had an iPhone for quite a while, I have a Bluetooth keyboard, and that does help me in some ways do things a little bit better. I think Bill was trying to get in, too. I was going to basically say the same thing, except you, well, could he not use a stream, oh, what do you, um, Lady A. Lady A, always trying to so it wouldn't I think you up. probably could. Um, because if you get any... that MLB, if you get, Marty, that MLB app that's $20 a year, if you had uh, a Lady A device, you can link that to that device and right. listen to yeah. all the games on there. Oh, okay. uh, I'm assuming, right. Marty, you don't have a Sirius XM subscription? Not anymore. I used to, but I, oh, I, yeah. I dropped it. It would be cheaper uh, doing that uh, yeah. than the app. $20 a year is probably a better deal. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. And by oh, the way, I would need to ask you a question, Marty, about our intro. Yeah. Who is that on the football call? Who is that and what game is that? Or who, what were they doing on that football call? Because I don't recognize That's the dumb. voice. Well, actually, DJ Doug did that part of it. So yeah, I don't okay. um, so That's I don't the one I, I recognize all of them except the football. Yeah. yeah. Football yeah. Guy, he's a guy from so, okay. uh, Ohio. Hold, hold on, hold on. You know hold, what, I, hold on, guys. Go ahead, Bill. Isn't it the guy from Ohio, Jim? Um, Oh, I'll think of his name in just a moment. He used to be in... Yeah, it's a guy some, from Ohio State, but I Ohio forget what State. it is. He, he sounds like that guy. Okay. Yeah. He's, All right. Yeah. Ohio just, State uh, just didn't know, but that's that's cool. Okay. All right. Well, great. No, we have... It's really a, a Wild West situation. The NFL is even crazier. The you know NHL, everybody's streaming everything. They're fine. NBA, now some teams are streaming and some stations are streaming. Some are not. Um, in football, it's it's goofy. There's usually about 10 that do and 20 that don't, something like that. So And then college is up for grabs. So... It's it's like really, uh, it's never been settled, and we it would be think, nice if everybody streamed we everything. We think TuneIn will still have the college games, but we don't but know. See, yeah. the, the, the problem is with TuneIn deciding to do all these different things, it really messes people up. So you have to find alternative Well, in some ways. weeks, even last year in the college, sometimes you'd find stuff, and then another day you wouldn't, and the next Saturday it wouldn't be there. Yeah. So, you know, it's just crazy with college. I know I was I was able to, on my Victor Reader, I was able to get a lot of college games. Not all yes. of them, but I was yes. able to get yeah. the, especially the Pac-12. I was able to get those, yep. most of them. And there, uh, and so there again, cool Marty, too. there again, Marty, the reason, apparently, the reason with the streaming on college games, if you remember a couple of years ago, everybody was just streaming on their own. Apparently, though, with the Learfield-IMG merger, IMG is the lead in that merger, and IMG does not want to allow the teams to stream. That's what I was told, was hearing on one of our local stations because somebody was asking why doesn't WHO stream the Hawkeyes anymore, and he said that's the reason. Right. Yeah. It makes, well, some it, schools, it unfortunately, makes sense. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Some schools there are like Texas. They are, but you have to go to the TexasSports.com thing, or you know, because they're streaming on this. Like they have links on the websites of the radio stations, but it's TexasSports.com. They make it. You have to, and it's kind of hard on your stream to do that. Right. No, you can't. Can't. Marty, okay. I'm just, right, Marty. before we go go along, Chris, Marty, I'm just going to leave you open. So if you want to say anything, just go ahead and say. You okay. don't have to raise your hand. Just go ahead and say it because you're. I'm going to yeah, leave you unmuted. 
Okay, that's cool. Oh, yeah. thank you. Okay, cool. All, All right. right. All right. So NBA, the, baby. NBA. All right. So I'm going to run down the scores from this weekend and then say where the series stand. And uh, this, of course, the first round of the playoffs began on Monday. So on uh, Saturday, Milwaukee beat Orlando 121 to 107. Milwaukee over Orlando right now, two games to one. Uh, Miami beat the poor Pacers 124 to 115. Miami leads Indiana three games to none. What's the matter with the Pacers, Bill? It's called sweep time. It's called an injury. Again. One of their, one of the, one of, <laughs> one, of the their, yeah. one of their big yeah, again. players. And yeah. they were swept, of course, by the Celtics last year. So yeah. uh, this is seven straight at least playoff, well, probably eight because they lost their last game of whatever playoff they were in. Eight straight playoff losses at least for the uh, Indiana Pacers. Oklahoma City beat Houston 119 to 107 in overtime. And that means that Houston is leading Oklahoma City two games to one, so the Thunder got on the board on that one. The Lakers beat Portland 116-108, to 108, and the Lakers lead Portland uh, two games to one. And that game was closer than that, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Sunday, we had the Celtics uh, finish off Philadelphia. Celtics 110, Philadelphia 106. That game was not as close as that. That, was, no, not, that game was not no. that close. And no. I, I, would, I would expect some major changes in the city they of Brotherly Brett Brown is gone. And, I was, and, and you know what? That is the first time they played 15 times in the playoffs. These two teams have. They've met 15 times. And that is the first time that either team has swept the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, you know, the thing is that uh, Brett Brown is rumored to be out. Also, you know, there was you just look at uh, do, does Golden State want to trade that number two pick for somebody like Ben Simmons, for example? Uh, well, you know? uh, as a Warriors fan, I, number one, I've never really been impressed with Ben Simmons because he doesn't have any offensive game and he's so big. It's 6'10". I can't figure out where he would fit on a basketball court because Philadelphia has tried to make him a point guard, and uh, he just didn't have the skills for that. You got to have some offensive game, right? So uh, we'll see what happens. They've they've kind of mortgaged, you know, tied their start of Simmons and a, uh, you know, and Joel Embiid, Embiid and and they're they're kind of you know kind of stuck now. I don't know what they're going to do, but I think they're going to be major changes. That's for sure. So the Celtics won that series four games to none, as we say. Dallas beat the Clippers in a great game today, one thirty five, one thirty three, and uh, tied that series yeah, two games that... to two, and that was in overtime. And uh, Luka Doncic got uh, forty uh, Doncic, I guess is how yeah, it's Doncic, Doncic, forty three point seventeen rebounds. Bound, 10 assists, so a triple-double and a great playoff performance by him. Uh, right now, Toronto is playing Brooklyn in uh, Game Three with uh, Game 4 with Toronto leading. They can sweep as well. 93 and, uh, to 70 in the oh. third quarter, Chris. Oh, I the Raptors are ahead. Yeah, but they're on their way. Yeah, we're all on their way, and then they will meet the Celtics. And this would be the first time that the Celtics will have met Toronto. They've been in the division together for 30 years, but they've never met in the playoffs. And uh, they've had some great games over the last four or five years. Celtics have been doing better lately. Toronto kind of dominated early. But, um, you know, since this group of Celtics got together and they got good again about 15, they've had some good games. So that's probably going to be a really good series. And um, and then uh, that was, and Denver is going to play Utah at 9 o'clock and, uh, Eastern, and Denver is uh, trailing. Uh, what's the deal? Do Utah's Utah leading? And another had, another and, NBA story, Chris, yesterday, yep. Nick Nurse was named coach of the year. And, was and yep. uh, that was a that's a really good story because Nick Nurse, he yes. coached in the uh, in the, you know, in the minor leagues, the, you know, the G League and all that stuff and worked his way up. And mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt that he is a former UNI Panther. And I like the way I like the way the story, the way he was on the TNT pregame show. He thought he was just being interviewed about the series and about everything. And then all of a sudden, his old high school coach from it was Catholic school there in Iowa, Uh, Carol Kepper High School. Yeah, 
he came on and said, hey, Nick, I want to congratulate you on being the 2019-2020 NBA Coach of the Year. So his high school coach basically broke the news on the interview on the TNT, uh, Barkley, and you know that pregame show. Mm-hmm. That's been getting a lot of good publicity around. And to be to be totally honest, with the with the Midwest teams really gone, that's giving the NBA a little publicity around here that they wouldn't yeah. ordinarily get. Yeah, but yeah right now. Minnesota Timberwolves got a little publicity. They got the yes, number one did. pick. Golden State, number two. Charlotte, number three. And the Chicago Bulls, number four. So, you know, two Midwestern teams in there. And, of course, Golden State uh, was playing for, for a high pick, and they got it. But San Antonio, where did San Antonio end up? Number 11. 11. Number 11. Number 11. New York Knicks, who could have who could have <laughs> gotten in there. And I know our friend D-Train, if he were alive, would not be happy about this. He'd go, oh, we got screwed again. <laughs> they got the eighth pick. You know D-Train would have something to say oh, about yeah. Yes, he would. But there are people going back to Patrick Ewing that said that was a setup. So you know, and and the Boston Boston Celtics, uh, even though they're in the playoffs, they also made the lottery. Thank you, Memphis. Yeah, and everybody thought Golden State was going to get that number one pick, and I honestly said, oh, they're going to have this, but they didn't. Now there's talk that Golden State could trade that number two pick. I'm here. I I believe they probably will. Um, I really don't now. I, I granted, I really don't know as much about college basketball as I used to, but I I don't know if there's a top guy in this draft. Nobody knows much about college basketball right now because well, uh, who, we didn't who, finish the season. Well, you got you know? Anthony, you got Anthony Edwards, and you got the ball kid, Lamelo. Yeah. He's the He's the one that the young one, the one that was in high school that jacked up the ninety-two points and just stood at the end of the court. Uh, not he's not the one that got in trouble in China yeah. with UCLA. That was the middle ball. He's the young <laughs> ball. He's uh, the young ball, and you got to deal with Daddy Lavar. Yeah, and, he got and I think White, that's the pro- that's the problem, Sean. Is what team really wants to deal with him? Yeah, no. yeah, and then you got James Weissman. Remember, he went to Memphis, and there was the whole thing about Penny Hardaway helping his family move to Memphis when he was the high school coach. And then he went to now, what, so, what, the, what the Warriors could use uh, is it, they could use a James Weissman because they don't have a center. Yeah, he, he's seven one. He's real athletic. Uh, he they could use someone like him if they can get him a two. They may not trade Minnesota. Minnesota could use a lot. Uh, well. Uh, I heard the um, GM interviewed uh, for Minnesota, and I forget his name, but he said uh, they're definitely going to keep the pick because they know who they're going to take. And a lot of the NBA experts seem to think that they're going to take this Anthony Edwards out of Georgia. So yeah, and okay. he's, I think I think he's the best player. Honestly, I think he's the best one coming out of the draft. Uh, Any you know, other he, NBA notes while we're on the NBA uh, before we... uh, while we're on the NBA uh, today would have been Kobe Bryant's forty second birthday, mm-hmm. and a lot of the baseball teams and basketball teams have been putting things on their uniform to honor him today. So, okay, thought it would be nice to acknowledge that. Yes, yep. That's well, fine. here's what we'll do: we've passed the bottom of the hour. Let's take our break. Yep. I will get you a Braves Philly score during the break, and then we'll come back and go to hockey. If you can get a Bruins score, that'd be good too. Bruins I will look for. That too, Chris. And uh, Tampa Bay. Okay. And we'll get them both. One other note before we go to the break that announcer is Paul Keels. Is, is okay. There you go. That's right. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. We have to get that in before the break. Yeah. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. 
Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ed Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother. We can do this. Let's go. Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh, my gosh. You don't know. <gasps> I know. You don't. <laughs> oh, man. You laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no. Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this. You will rock this. To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Back we are, guys. Oh, hockey, Chris, let's give you a couple updates here in the top of the fourth inning. The Phillies uh, have five, the Braves three and uh, the as we go into hockey it with 12 minutes to go in the first period, Tampa Bay and the Bruins, no score. OK, OK. So. Oh, before one, one other real quick on hockey or before we get to hockey, real quick, on, I forgot something on the NBA getting back to Boston, Philadelphia. Uh, this is not with the game itself, but. Doris Burke and Mark Jones doing the game on TV. Doris Burke had one of the best lines out there because, you know, the last few minutes of that game, it just seemed like it wouldn't end, even though <laughs> you knew it was over. Right. And she looked up at Mark Jones and she goes, you know what? These last two minutes of this game are like a bad day. You want it to be over, but it just won't end. And you can't <laughs> leave because that would be rude. <laughs> okay. But getting back hey, to our other topic, getting back to our other topic, you know, with with that, if, if he had said it to her, he would be in trouble. Oh yeah. Now, yeah. Marty, I believe you were trying to say something. Yeah, I, a hockey note: the Seattle Kraken, who of course have not started playing yet, but they will, and I believe the fall of 2021. Yeah, uh, they've hired their they've hired their announcer already, and he will be the first black NHL announcer. He's a guy named Everett Fitzhugh. Now, is and, this for uh, is this for TV or radio or what, Marty? I believe it's radio. Well, yeah, because uh, that, Chuck Hayden was supposed to do the games. They had yeah, I, I heard him that Chuck Hayden was going to do the radio game. I guess maybe he changed his mind, or I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. But it's uh, he's from he's doing the Cincinnati Cyclones right now, or he was. Uh, okay. And and so he he will uh, when Seattle starts their season in the fall twenty twenty one. He okay. will be yeah he'll, he'll he'll come on board and I believe it is radio though I don't okay. know what station's going to carry him I, I think I do but um, uh, well I, re- I read I read that story Marty but it didn't say TV or radio so that's why I asked 
So yeah. you know, maybe, maybe, and maybe I assume and you get in trouble. You assume sometimes. Yeah. Right? It would be more visibility for them, just like you have a lot more black anchors on TV than you do on radio, because you can't see them. You might figure it out, but you can't always tell. On uh, TV, it'll be very it's gotta visible. Be TV. I bet um, it is. Yeah. Unless they decommitted be. to Chuck Hayden, or he decommitted to them, because that was done a couple of years ago. So yeah. I don't know. Okay, so getting back to the to the hockey here and uh, telling where everybody is, they snuck up a couple of games on us there. I didn't know they were going to start this weekend. We thought they, we'd have a couple of days off, but we uh, didn't. No. <laughs> so anyway, so Philadelphia beat Montreal four games to two in the first round, and they're going to move on to play the Islanders, who beat Washington four games to one. Which and Washington got rid of their coach. In the fi- firing of Todd Reardon. And, of course, this is why <laughs> with the Islanders beating them, that was the, their former coach uh, that beat them, you know, from two years ago when the yeah. Washington – owner decided to get rid of them after uh, you know they won the Stanley Cup didn't want to pay him so like like I, like I said elsewhere Chris this is what happens to you when you tell your Stanley Cup winning coach sorry you want too much money the New York right. Islanders had no problem giving him exactly what he wanted and this is the kind of payback you get that's so. right Tampa Bay beat Columbus four games to one the Bruins yep. beat Carolina four games to one so they as we know have already started their series uh, no score uh, early in the first period in the West uh, Vegas Golden Knight beat Chicago four games to one. Uh, we had Vancouver over St. Louis four games to two, and uh, St. Louis played better the last part of that series, but they just uh, couldn't overcome Vancouver. And no, I, so I think what happened, Chris, is they got off to a bad start and they just couldn't right. overcome it. Right. So Vegas and Vancouver will will play, and they're going to start tonight at uh, ten thirty. As a matter of fact, that is time. correct. And then Hello, Colorado beat Arizona play. four games to one, and Dallas beat Calgary four games to two, and that meant that they started their series last night and. Dallas uh, beat Colorado four to, five to three, so they are of course ahead one game to none. Yeah, and, and the island the. The Islanders and Flyers begin tomorrow at 7 on NBC yep. Sports Network. Yep. And then Vegas and Vancouver will be at 9.45 tomorrow night on NBC Sports Network. So. so they're the first league to move out of the day parts because what they're going to be doing is they're going to be basically playing, it looks like, of 7 and 9.45 would be the best times for everybody around the country, I think, to see these games. So I think uh, that's either what they're going to do. Well, it'll either be 7 to 9.45 or 8 to 10.30, depending on uh, – depending on uh, uh, how the NHL wants to do it. But right. Tomorrow, and, they, and, you know. you know, and, of course, the weekends will be different. They'll have games in the afternoon and game. They'll try to play a three and eight, things like that, so they can right. satisfy the U.S. and, and the Canadian uh, network. But um, basically, uh, they're going to now be, uh, you know, since we're moving on into the second round, there's eight teams, and so they're going to, uh, you know, basically play at regular times that you'd expect them to play, which is mm-hmm. which is kind of kind of sad. I kind of like the day hockey, but whatever. Okay, well, the, the elephant in the room. Oh, hold on, is, hold on. Chris, we do have a we do have a hand. Jamal, if you would hit star six, you will unmute yourself and we will hear you. Good evening, everybody. How are y'all? Hello. Doing? Hello. We're good. Okay. Couple of things here. First of all, I'm happy to hear about the White Sox doing well and the fact that they're right in the race. Hopefully they can chase down Minnesota, pass them up, and just make it to the playoffs by winning that division outright. I don't want to be in second, I want to be in first. Okay. And number two, about the NBA draft, I think the Warriors should pick Anthony Edwards. I don't. I don't, I don't think they're. I they don't may not have a chance if Minnesota wants them. Have a exactly. They want the to. I know sure, that. Yeah, I'm not sure if they should trade the pick because, and I look at it this way, they have an opportunity to get someone real, real, real good. And if they get someone real good, guess what? 
the the Warriors with uh, Clay Thompson coming back healthy, and so the other players who were injured coming back healthy, setting me right back where they were next year. That's right. Well, Jamal, the rumor I've heard, and I don't know if I like this as a Warriors fan, the Warriors are interested in acquiring John, uh, or not John Wall, but Bradley Beal. So okay. I, I don't now, now I don't know because Clay Thompson and uh, Stephen Curry are in the backcourt. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Bradley Beal a guard? I yeah. mean, we don't we don't yeah. need another yeah. guard. They, they need they need a wing player. They need a three, a small forward, really. And yeah. which would also yeah. which I could also almost see them making a trade for the Philadelphia for Ben Simmons and putting Ben Simmons at the three instead of getting him out. Of, the problem is, Jamal, at six foot ten, he doesn't have any kind of offensive game. And you want yeah. your you want your small forward to be able to hit outside shots and he's just not capable of doing that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's the problem. That is, I, that's I, problem. I, I don't see the Warriors doing that. I believe uh, I believe if they keep the pick, they'll take James Wiseman because they need a center. But if they don't, if they do not keep the pick, they're going to find somebody that they want to acquire. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Oh, real quick, Thanks, real quick, before we get on the media, and we probably should have done this earlier because, you know, we just glossed over the Indy 500, but I did not watch it. For those of you that did, with the no fans and with the late, how was the coverage and how, uh, you know, because I was watching Mavericks Clippers, how was it this year? Those of you, either radio or TV, uh, just curious. I can speak for radio. Radio was pretty good. Actually, the the announcers got into it. The coverage was good during the yellow flags. They were bringing in guests on the phone line, mm-hmm. actually. It was very much more interesting this year. So I have to give radio a thumbs up. Good. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it either. I, I was busy watching. Uh, I was watching uh, other things. So yeah, kind of got neglected this year because of all the other stuff, you know. And I felt bad because I go remembered ahead. it, and then it was already over because I got so into that Clippers Mavericks game. But I was like, go, oh, go yeah. ahead, uh, yeah. Marty. Go ahead, Marty. The ESPN, the, the ESPN affiliate in San Francisco, uh, can be our 1050 did not carry it this year. It's the first time they haven't carried it in a long time. Um, well, so I don't, I, it was not on the radio in San Francisco that I know of. And mm. it wasn't here, I don't believe, because our sports station, CBS. So, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I, I didn't get a chance to hear it. Yeah, I, saw, well, I, I went by, I saw some of the pre-race, I saw some of the pre-race on NBC, but I didn't get the race itself. I think the Indy 500 basically is picked up by whoever wants it in a town. They have their own network. I don't think they, they have, they're not, that's not an ESPN no. product, though. Yeah. You know. That's and, not and even, that's, that's, that's not even, that's not even, that's not even uh, MRN. That's a, it's an Indy that's car right. network. It's often, yeah. it's often a, t- a station yeah. that's in the motor racing network, but it isn't always. It can be somebody who just feels like doing that race that day. So right. you see that yeah. sometimes. Speaking okay, of the elephant in the the room. Yeah, the elephant in the room. Well, I guess we need to start. We, we have three media stories, and we need to cover cover them. Well, four, technically, because we do have the final naming of the uh, Monday night uh, crew on uh, ESPN. But first, we need to start with Tom Brenneman. And on Wednesday night, uh, in the pregame show, he said something about... Uh, it was the, the, sec- of the second game of the doubleheader. The second game it was of the between doubleheader. Game. It was between games. Right, getting ready games. for the second game. He uh, said, you know, that he was talking to somebody about something, perhaps his football schedule, and said, 
I'm, I'm just quoting him, and we, we had it on All Things Radio, so we may as well, that he was going to be going to the faggot capital of the world. Well, it took oh, about just four said, innings. He just, said, he just said fag. He, he short yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay, fag. So then he, it took about four innings for all, everything to break loose and everything, and then we have here his apology with a home run in the middle of it. So it's, you're not going to hear an apology very often with a home run in the middle of it. So anyway, Bill, if you can play that, that would be great. Fag capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Hold on, let's get the other one here. I thought I had the right one. Yeah, that's the Talk one where he well, said, yeah, you, said Okay, you heard what he said. You heard what yeah, he said. you heard what he said. Hold on just a second here and we'll have it. Okay. Just one second. And we have some more egregious media stories coming up after this one, too. So yes, we do. If you thought this was the only one, no, there's more. No, there were three. There were three to be discussed, so we will do that. Well, I, I, I talked to everybody on All Things Radio, except for Robert, who, uh, you know, was not on that show. Right. And I, 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 ho- I hope he gets his job back. I don't think he will, but I, no, I hope I he does, because um, I, I hate to... I hate to see a guy never work. I think, you though, know. I think though, Bill made an interesting point in the conference on Friday night, Bill, which was you think that uh, it wasn't only him. You you thought yeah. you think he was talking maybe to possibly to I, his broadcast compadres. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Let's see if we got the right one now. I don't know what happened there. Okay. No. Anyway, nope. uh, wait a minute. Not yet. Anyway, I will. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll go ahead, Bill. Sorry. It all of a sudden oh. it it's gone from my computer. I don't know. How. I well, mean, okay, if you if well, you have the other one, Bill, go ahead and play the other one, and then and we'll just we'll get that one. Okay. Yeah. I've never had this happen before. But the other one is a is a reporter in Charlotte, and the other one is a hockey is it is he a hockey reporter, Chris? Yeah, here you uh, yes. he's a, yeah, former hockey player who's been doing the uh, hockey player coaching coach GM. Correct. Three nothing oh, ball game with the Reds in front of the Royals. We go here to the go. top half of the fifth inning. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day's going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game as Holland takes over on the mound. Um, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the air that I am deeply ashamed of. Uh, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck. For the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who I am uh, and never has been. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that uh, that could back that up. I am very, very sorry, and I beg for your forgiveness. Jim Dale, okay. take you the we rest of the, the way home. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, I would say uh, We this. did get the I, one I we would, wanted. That was the longer one. Yes. That was, that's what we now, wanted. I would say, Chris, I agree with Marty. I, I, I hope that 
you know, one comment doesn't end somebody's career because he, he's a 33 year broadcaster. I've never heard anything like that before. So I think that what will happen to him and he won't have the full comeback that Marv Albert did from his sexual issues in the nineties and all that. Only in New York could that happen, you know, and he was so well known in New York. He got the New York stuff right away, but he got on the national scene. I think his national days are over, but I think what he could do, and this is, they have done this before is Sirius XM is out there and Sirius XM could hire him and, make him part of the MLB uh, team or something like that. And also football, he can he can help them in those areas because they, they brought in, uh, what was the guy from the Mets uh, that got into trouble? Uh, 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 Steve Phillips. Steve Phillips. They brought in people like that, and they, they're a little edgy. Also, Fox Sports Radio, that's not connected to Fox, Fox Television, I don't think, directly anymore, so they could do it uh, there. Actually, they're, they're a little more connected, even though iHeart, some of the employees are iHeart employees, but a lot of the hosts are Fox. Yeah, no. But uh, he's been a, he's been associated with iHeart for you know WLW for years. So I think there's opportunities play by play, and in Cincinnati, I don't think so. But I think he could be a actually. Fox I, I could see I could see him somehow coming back on on doing for Cincinnati because remember Sinclair owns Fox Sports Ohio now owns all the Fox Sports. They're not Fox anymore. They're owned by Sinclair. I could see them maybe saying, you know what, we're going to give you this year off, let it die down. I could see him doing that, but I definitely don't think he will be doing the NFL. Well, he's not going to do the NFL on Fox this year, and I could see him possibly not coming back there. But I'm thinking maybe because of his dad, he could end up with Cincinnati kind of saying, hey, take this time off. And what he needs to do, whether he gets back in or not, and this goes back to the whole Michael Vick thing. If you saw the documentary, Michael Vick, is out there doing all kinds of uh, publicity about animal rights and and his, you know, some people told him he needed to do it. I would, if I am him, whether he would do this or not, I would go do some LGBT, uh, you know, some some public uh, service. There was talk of that on, on our talk shows up here, and they were saying that they tend not to want to deal with that, that they are not That's what I heard. That's what I heard well, as well, Chris. I, I yeah. read a column today in the Boston Globe by uh, the media writer Chad Finn, and he said, yeah. uh, you cannot believe somebody that says, oh, I would never say anything like that, because he said, if a person's going to say that off the air, then you know that they talk like this on a regular basis. That's so, correct. And yeah. And he he said he's just trying to make sure all these apologies are out there just so he could get a job back. Correct. Yeah, like Craig Weiss. Go ahead, Marty. Yeah, one thing I'll I'll, uh, just say, and this is from my experience doing color on minor league baseball in 1994 and 2006 a little bit. um, The headsets we used, you know, a headset with a mic, we had no control on when the mic was on or off. Right. Um, so you have to a, assume it's on all the time, you know, all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. and, but it's kind of nice, you know, cause when, when I'm, when I was on the air doing, you know, the disc jockey thing, you know, I controlled the mic. I knew when it was on, I knew when it was off, but, um, these, these, um, these headphone things, you, it, it you know, you don't have any control, which, um, and I don't know, maybe the same thing would have happened anyway. I don't, I don't know. But, well, Dale uh, Arnold, who I, does a lot of, you know, play-by, has done a lot of play-by-play, he says usually when, especially on TV, when he was doing the Bruins on TV, he said you're usually getting a countdown, you know, 10, 5, 4, 3. You should know when you're on yeah. or not. Now, maybe that didn't work and uh, that speaker didn't come into his headset. But either way, you've got to think it's always on. And just, uh, yeah, you can't you talk do. like that. Craig Weiss, right. Craig Weiss said the same thing because you're representing your network, like he said for him. 
he because he, he said people have asked him about if he for he said well even me getting excited calling a, a play and actually saying a four letter word is yeah. a, is a different level than uttering right. a slur. But he said either way you're like him. He's representing the station, the horn. He's representing IMG. He's representing the University yep. of Texas. Right. You know, same yep. thing with with Tom. He's representing so all these. I, 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 all I think we need to move to our next slur, <laughs> and uh, that yeah. would be uh, John Falk from uh, Charlotte, who was the TV voice of the Charlotte uh, Hornets. A radio. Radio uh, voice. No. Radio. Oh, is he the radio voice? Yeah. I heard he was the TV voice. But no, that, radio. I thought he was I, radio. No, okay. radio. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, the point is, it, he, voice is he was supposed to be typing the word nuggets. He was talking about the Utah-Denver game. He was supposed to be typing the word nuggets, and somehow on his phone it came out as the N-word. And, uh, you know, yeah. that's and, not very yeah, believable. And I... And I have, I ne- I have never had auto. Uh, there, there is something called autocorrect on the phone. I've never had autocorrect. Correct is something like that. No, no. And they, they had that on one of our local radio shows here. They were testing it, and they could right. not get it. Now, yeah, he, was, he was going on, hey, the Jazz and the Nuggets, man, this is a great series. This is back and forth. But, of course, it came out the Jazz and the N-words. And so he <laughs> right. was immediately suspended for, uh, indefinitely. And so he's he not been a, let go as yet from the Hornets. Is that right, correct? Right. Okay. You know, you know, I will, I will say this, and I don't know. I've had a couple times when, and I'll just tell a real quick story. I worked for a station called KO93, and we decided to change to B93. And so I was telling a friend of mine about. It, he goes, "Hey, Marty, just be sure you don't say BO93." So <laughs> everything is everything. The first day is going great. And then the second day, you know, because I'm really thinking about it, you know, and it's B93, B93. The second day, something happened, a song in a little bit too soon, and sure enough, B093. He planted the seed. He planted yes, the seed. And, yes. and sometimes you can say something, and I don't know where this guy's at. I, you know, John Fox, I don't know him personally. But right. like I say, I like to give guys who are pros the benefit of the doubt. Um, and well, he, he who knows why he said Twitter. It's exactly like the Grant Napier situation, uh, Marty, where, where he, uh, he got in trouble for being on Twitter. So, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the third one, we've got Mike Milberry, who's a, a former Bruin player, a former general manager and coach in the league. Uh, he's also uh, been on an NBC announcer, uh, you know, a between period announcer for years and years, maybe 10 years at least, I think, Robert. I don't know. Yeah, long it'll time. Be, maybe longer. And you know. he's been, you know, I, I really like him when I hear him. Uh, not that I've watched the TV, but he used to be on our talk shows. You know, come, he had a regular spot on the EI for a while and this and that. Well, he made, and to me, this is a gr- much greater area than uh, he basically said. Well, Robert, you, you got the quote. Why don't you uh, run it down? Well, uh, they were, uh, apparently on Thursday night between the uh, Capitals and, and Islanders, during one of the intermissions, they had all the broadcasters. Uh, filling time, uh, the broadcasters from Toronto and the ones from Edmonton, and they were talking about life in the bubble. And Mike Milbury made the simple comment was, well, the players don't have any women around to distract them. And, you know, when I heard that, I'm like, well, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Uh, what bothered me about this whole thing is this happened on Thursday night. 
all the media starts talking about it on Sunday morning. And uh, I was listening to WFAN this morning, like I normally do on Sunday mornings, because they normally have good stuff. And the, the host that was on there this morning said that this wouldn't have been a big deal, but all the female reporters who are in the bubble who cover various hockey teams are the ones that raised all the objections. And that's why NBC said, uh, hey, you're going to have to go. Well, they didn't say oh, he's he, going to have to go. He's fired. suspended for the rest of the year, and then they'll reevaluate uh, for the next Yeah, season. no, he hasn't yeah. been fired. They, they said they're going to keep him, but right. he's not allowed to work the rest of the year. Right. So and we, we on this show thing, have I even don't, talked see, about that. See, but I don't get that one because no. that's more of an opinion-type statement than, any, than either and, one of the other two. And I don't think yeah. he was talking about the female reporters. What, what did we talk about with the bubble before this all started? Remember the NBA bubble, how some players – weren't real happy, especially some of the younger players weren't real happy, not necessarily about female reporters. They weren't happy because they didn't they have female companions. I'm sure this happens. They didn't yeah. Have. Yeah. Yeah. This happens in hockey, I'm sure, too. It happens in all the sports. They have relations in all the cities that they go to with women, you know, and yeah. I'm sure in female sports, it happens where they have relationships in certain cities. Well, that, uh, I, yeah. I think that's a little broad because I think there's plenty of people who are faithful, but there's a certain percentage, maybe 20. No, maybe and I'm not saying all, but I'm saying some. Yeah. I'm yeah. No, but I mean, I just want to clarify that that you didn't say yeah. that. I want to make yeah. sure because uh, yeah. we don't, you know, we don't want uh, everybody yeah, to get in trouble here. Not, but there, are, there are a percentage that have those relations to be nice, you know, but, and I think, and in the bubbles, those companions, are not allowed. We already talked about last week the guy with the Seahawks uh, that got cut for trying to sneak the girl in. Yeah, right. I mean, I think that's what he was implying. Maybe his wording yeah. wasn't the best, but he, you know, if he said families, it would have been better. You know, probably yeah. that would have been all right because it would have yeah. been uh, neutral. Yeah. Because now, the NBA, when well, is the NBA bringing the fam- when is the NBA bringing the families in? Are they coming in for the uh, next after round? The first, uh, next round, next round, next they can round. Come in. Next so, round. and I don't know how they do it. I know they'll have to quarantine and they'll have to do things and, before they can really get in and all that. But there's going to be. Are, and I know there were things you, about uh, people who you could you had to really prove that you had a relationship, some kind of long term. Yeah, you, you couldn't just bring in your girlfriend from two weeks ago. You know. Yeah, can't be someone you met on Instagram and you to know the person you have to prove that you know them so they can't just bring someone in right but, but yeah that but that like i said i think it's wording you know but i understand they were you know and hopefully he's hopefully he's back but it, I have heard this yeah. discussion on many sports talk shows around here, and I'm sure you guys have too all over the yes. country, yes. a million times. And just because it happens to get on national TV uh, and it took the, the female reporters, and of course they have some clout and they're articulate and they, you know, they cite things and they found that article, you know, whatever about objectifying women and, and, and so forth. And I get, I understand that side of it. I do. But the other point is, this is just, a, it's the way it is. It's not, people are, do get distracted, you know, when you have more going on. It, it doesn't mean they want to sit there and be mum. And, you know, and they get bored. They're, you know, one of the reasons I probably that they were, you know, NBC agreed and then CBC and stuff to play these games now is they didn't want to sit around four or five days and do nothing. Some of these teams. And uh, that was yeah. part of it, you know. Right. Because they're uh, bored. But it really bothered. Well, my, my whole objection to the whole thing was and David USF thought I agreed with what he, what Mike said. No, I, I didn't agree with what what he said. But my whole problem was this happened on Thursday. They wait until Sunday morning to start talking about it. Well, you know, that's 
that's the old thing about, oh, it's a late call, you know, in a basketball game or a baseball game. That never bothers me. If it's the right call, it's the right call. I don't yeah. care. But the reporters kind of, you know, they weren't set up to do this. And then they, they got things rolling a little bit with some of their contacts. And that's fine. See, I think with the LBG, LGBTQ thing, they were right out there. And, you know, it, it, it trended really fast yeah. and so forth. And, you know, yeah. this was also hockey. It wasn't baseball. And we know the baseball ratings have been going up. So there's that. I mean, I'm not so worried about that. What I'm worried about is he didn't say anything that anybody else hasn't said a million times you know, on all the talk shows since it started. Hell, we've even talked about that on this show. We have. We have. You know? Yeah. Okay. So Jamal, I think hold, covered... hold, hold on. Jamal, go, uh, if you want to hit star six and then go ahead. <clears throat> Responding to this whole media thing that I was listening to, I am going to make these couple of observations. Number one, the guys, the hockey guys shouldn't be in trouble in the first place. He was just making a casual comment. Now, to the women who were offended by him, the women reporters, you know, it's not like he's saying that the guy should go out and, uh, oh, grab women, so to speak. And take a look at his casual comment, which is way different than Tom Brenneman or the crown from the Charlotte Hornets. Now, the guy from the Charlotte Hornets should probably be fired because he did this be. stuff out on he did this stuff out on Twitter. I think he will so, be. And if you're doing it on Twitter, you know what the heck you're doing. In the case of Tom Brenneman, he apologized. He let it slip out. Was it bad? Yes. I can understand why they acted the way he did. But I got a, I got a way for Tom Brenneman to, to keep his career. Maybe uh, WLW should, have, should have make him partner up with Bill Cunningham. Or maybe you should go oh, there with you the go. I don't think I don't think Bill Cunningham has ever said anything like that. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, Cunningham is colorful, but, but you know, but, but there are ways that, that uh, Mr. Brenneman could keep in the business. It's, hey, become a right-wing talk show host, if nothing else. Or maybe maybe because of his influence of the legendary father, he might be able to hang on yeah. to the way. Well, there's one place that he can survive, Jamal. You're right. It's a very right-wing um, atmosphere in Cincinnati, and he could maybe – it might be even easier. I went to all these links and getting them to go to SiriusXM and everything else. He could maybe just move – fly it over – not not right away, but next year, about a year from now, fly it over to 1530 and do a talk show on their, their uh, you know, the, whatever they call that station over there, whatever, WCKY, the Homer, or whatever it is, because they there's a lot of people that will accept what what he said out there. And Bill Cunningham – you you were right. Bill Cunningham is very close to the line. A lot of times, if you listen to him on the Sunday night show that he does, you get the idea. Now, I enjoy him, his humor, and, and you know, there's a lot of things I like about Bill Cunningham, but I don't agree with him politically at all. But he has come very close and said some things that could get, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty close yeah. to what uh, Tom did. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so anyway. Okay. Okay, so I guess couple most other, of the rest of this stuff. Well, a couple, we other, media, couple other media things. Oh yeah, okay. uh, right. Fox Sports Radio uh, just on Friday celebrated their 20th anniversary. Uh, okay, and of course it was a partnership back then between Clear Channel, the premier radio network, and Fox, where they would have the Fox name and it would be employed by Clear Channel. However, most of the hosts now are employed by Fox, and they're still still going out there. Also, ESPN. Their new lineup unveiled this last week on ESPN Radio, and I've had a chance to check out some of them. Keyshawn and Jay Will, they got a little and they got a little bit of work to do. Uh, Mike Greenberg, as I said on All Things Radio, smart move putting him on in that yeah. time slot, going head to head at a time against Cowherd, Jim Rome, and even Rush Limbaugh because ESPN Radio has been very weak at that time. Max Kellerman, yeah. I'm not impressed, but yeah, I mean, I've always liked Mike Greenberg. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but but that and then also uh, 
the new Monday night football lineup has is unveiled. Steve Levy, Lewis Reddick, Brian Greasy, they will be your Monday night voice. Steve Levy, very good play-by-play guy. He did some XFL games in college. He's done the studio. He's done radio Lewis play-by-play Reddick. for some of the bowls uh, each year, you know, and does very well on that. So yeah, he's done some do bowl TV. games. Uh, yep. Brian Greasy is probably the weakest link, but he's still... I mean, it's better. It's better than Tess and Booger. I will say that it's better. <laughs> it's it's definitely better. And then the first, the first game of the year when they do the doubleheader, since there won't be college, since there won't be college football, you will not have to have Beth Moen and Sergio Dip and Rex Ryan this year. You will not have to have having the time of his life or whatever Sergio said yeah. that year. You will get Chris Fowler, Kirk Herbstreit. Uh, now Herbstreit has never done pro football, but I think he'll do okay. Fowler. Fowler, better studio guy than he is play-by-play, but, I mean, you know, hey, he'll be there uh, taking a break from the U.S. Open because he also does the U.S. Open usually, so, you know, tennis. Okay. So, which, by so, the way, that starts up here, what, next that, week? And that US starts Open? on August 31st, the trade deadline. Yeah, that starts a week from tomorrow, so, yeah, that starts okay. tomorrow, but they'll okay. be doing that. But I think that's all... I think that's all, all the, the media, media stuff that I have. And, anyway. Okay, so now we can get into the miscellaneous, but it's really all football and it's college and pro stuff. So why don't you guys, Perry and Sean, start on the college stuff, the eligibility thing, and whatever else uh, came up this week in college right. football. Okay, the well, the okay, eligibility yeah. thing is very easy. You're every Whether you play or you don't this year, everybody gets one more year of eligibility and a, an additional year to use your eligibility. That's yeah. very, mm-hmm. To put it very simply, that's on that yeah. one. Yeah, and even though some FCS schools, even though a lot of the conferences are postponing to the spring, some conferences are allowing their schools to go ahead and have their payday, like the South Island of Missouri Valley, for instance, Stephen F. Austin, uh, Missouri State, Houston Baptist, those three are going to go ahead and get their get their payday. So they'll have like a one or two fall game schedule, and then they may come back in the spring, they may not, you know. Wow. You know, yeah, and speaking good. speaking of the Missouri Valley, though, um, we were talking about this before the show. Northern Iowa has an offensive lineman. Spencer Brown is his name. And apparently he had, since FCS is postponing to the spring, uh, you know, at least theoretically they're going to play in the spring, uh, he had all sorts of opportunities to go to major conferences and play this fall. And uh, he has said that, no, he will not do that. He said, you know, they – they weren't at, they weren't with me from the start. Uh, these are my guys that are here, and I'm not leaving my guys to do something like that. So you know what? You, you credit a college kid who could have probably bettered himself individually for being a team player. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we had probably some, would yeah. do that too. Yeah. So we had some and NFL Chip, notes. Hold um, on, real quick. Chip Brown from Horns 24/7 and AM 1300 Zone. Uh, he had Bob Bowlesby on his show Friday morning. And Bob Bob be commissioner of the Big 12. But he uh, he apparently uh, said that Bowlesby said that if there is no college football in the fall or even in the spring, if there's no college. No, football he said in the year, no, no, no. He said in the fall. If there's no college football, chances are there will be no sports at all because the college football. A lot of that money goes directly to the schools. Where college basketball, that funds the NCAA a lot more than it does. But there, chances are there will be no no sports until 2021. Well, and until, I pointed until, out until, until the fall of 2021. There's a bunch of teams that play college, like the whole Big East, and especially now UConn had to cancel. There's a whole Big East that doesn't play college football. So maybe some of the leagues, like the league that Gonzaga's in, or some of those leagues, will be able to play uh, because they, they're not concerned about football money anyway. They don't get it. Yeah. So, you know, and that he, might. And also, um, yeah. play. and then, and James Franklin even 
came out, the coach Penn State came out and spoke up a little bit about some of the stuff, and he said him and apparently there's a group of parents, and he supports this also some parents, coaches, others. They want to see the Big Ten's documents, and they're they're talking about taking it to court to see the documents of where they came up with their decision because they said the Pac-12, very transparent, very much explaining what they did with the Big Ten, and they're using this, and I think the court, the lawsuit was filed in court in Nebraska, I believe, in, in Omaha. Okay. In Omaha, they're wanting to see because not only six days before, they're saying, Six days before this all uh, came down with the Big Ten clo- uh, postponed, the Big Ten had unveiled their schedule, and they were going to start earlier than everybody else. So they're going, what happened in these six days? Where are the documents? Just please show us is what they're saying. Right. So this, uh, this is getting interesting. Okay. So in the NFL, there were a few notes. Earl Thomas was released by the defensive back. I think he is for the, for the yeah, Ravens. Yeah, defensive back. He was, he, was fighting, he, was fighting, yeah, he was fighting with teammates, yeah. didn't show up at team functions last year, but there are From teams the that are for the Ravens, I said the Ravens, uh, that are uh, the Dallas, San Francisco, and Houston uh, have been a, a little interested, so we'll see if he gets picked up by one of those guys. Um, there was a test site from New Jersey, a lab in New Jersey, that did a bunch of tests for NFL teams, but they uh, they were false positives. They had a whole bunch of bears uh, listed as positive, and they were not positive. Nine of so nine, nine there bears. There were 10 so. teams involved. There were 10 teams, but <laughs> the Bears had nine players that were false positive. Right. So, you know, they, they're not going to deal with them, I assume. Uh Okay, so let's see, some other uh, NFL stuff. Oh, well, the other thing is the CFL is canceled, the Canadian Football League. And yeah. the big reason for that, you know, as Sean pointed out, if you started late and you have to play out in Edmonton and places like that when it would be really cold. But the other thing, too, is the people that would have to come in from the United States. Each team is allowed a certain number of Americans, and really the Canadians don't want – they got the hockey players in, but that was a special thing where they kind of been – they knew the teams had isolated them beforehand. But individuals, they really don't want to let them in uh, that way. So right. that's kind of the big thing with the CFL. Ron Rivera was diagnosed with lymph, lymph node cancer, and he, of course, is really the uh, leader of the uh, uh, Washington football, football team. team, the WFT. Washington FT. Yeah, Washington was, FT. He's the leader. Uh, he was the one that was going to try to institute uh, reforms and try to move them on to the next era, and now he has lymph node cancer. I guess we haven't heard whether he's going to still uh, continue to coach. Uh, he, he, will, he will continue he's to continue coach. continue everything, yeah. yes. Okay. Uh, Gerald McCoy for the Cowboys tour is a quad, so he's out for the year. And they released uh, him. And they released him the next day. Okay. Jason really? Wright. Wow. Is, yeah, that's uh, not very nice. Uh, the, Jason Wright is the first black president, uh, and he's the president now of the Washington football team. That's and, correct. And uh, he had a brief career and got injured, and so and he, then he was in a lot, took management courses and worked for a lot of uh, the corporations, and so he's got quite a lot of executive experience. And I think that's it for the NFL. Anybody got any other NFL stuff? Uh, no. Nope. Oh, can't think okay. of any other miscellaneous either. Okay. Really... Nope, nope. So I... we're going to start on our deaths here. Yep. Uh, Sandro Mazzini, uh, he, uh, yeah, Mazzini, 81 years old. He was the WA, WBA, WBA light middleweight championship. He was 81 when he died. He was he was that from September 7th of 63 to 618-65, and then he won it back in 526-68, but he lost it in November of 68 because in, in uh, October 25th of 68, he fought 
uh, Freddie Little, and he was disqualified uh, for uh, a legal, an illegal punch. It was ruled as no contest, but Italy took the title away from him, which is where he was from, and you have to be sanctioned by your nation, and he wasn't anymore. So he retired in 1970. He came back again in 77 for three more wins. His totals were 64-3 and 2 and, uh, and 42 knockouts. So that was his deal. Now we we talk about you know some some guys pitching in the major leagues and they're really minor league pitchers. Now when there were 16 teams, you kind of you know you were lucky to get in there, but this guy shouldn't have been there when there were 16 teams. He was a career minor leaguer. Maybe nowadays he'd be okay, but he wasn't. Howie Judson, he was 95 years old. His career record was 17 and 37. Huh. In 49, he pitched for the White Sox. He was one in 14, and uh, then he was he, in 207 games. He gave up uh, 48, and 48 of them were starts. 619 uh, hits, 319 uh, walks, and so not a stellar record. And then uh, two, uh, 204 strikeouts. But then he was he had a 4.29 ERA. But he was 16 and eight in the 47 for the Waterloo uh, team of the Three I League, Illinois, Indiana, and I- Iowa. And I'm sure Perry doesn't remember that, but I'm sure there's a lot of good stories of the Three <laughs> no, I League. No, uh, Chris, today. I remember the Waterloo team when they were in the Midwest League when they were affiliated with the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> Well, he had a great year a record with them, and then 11 and 0 for the Tulsa uh, uh, Oilers of the Texas League in, in 1953. So he was a minor leaguer and should have just stuck there, I guess. Yeah, Glenn, was probably Glenn a left-hander, Bass. wasn't he? I don't know. Didn't say yeah, any obituary. You know, they they normally but say. You're right, you know, Marty. They keep them longer. You're right. Yeah, left-handers been... never die. You know, it's like. Yep. <laughs> okay, Glenn Bath at 93 years old. He was the UCLA tennis coach, and he was the co-captain of the 1950 championship uh, tennis team and for the Bruins. And he coached from uh, 67 to 93, and then he was uh, his coaching record was 592 and 592 and 92. He had 13 conference championships and seven NCAA championships. I didn't realize that uh, UCLA was that much of a power tennis. Uh, and he worked with Arthur Ashe on the UCLA team and Jimmy Connor. So you know he was. Uh, uh, important in their careers. Careers. Ninety six. He went to Pepperdine and coached. He was twenty two and seven there. And uh, so that was. He, he, uh, let's see. And then he made the uh, Hall of Fame, uh, UCLA Hall of Fame in ninety eight, and the College Tennis Hall of Fame in ninety three. So that was that was his story. Okay. And we then move to um, Boyd Grant, eighty seven years old. He was from Mountain View High School to start with in Wyoming, and he was uh, in 59 and 61. Then he was assistant uh, coach at Colorado State, 61 to 72, assistant at Kentucky, 72 to 74, uh, uh, College of uh, Southern Idaho. He coached there from 74 through 77, Fresno State, 77 to 86, and uh, Colorado State from 87 through 91. And then in the Fresno State in 83, he won the NIT, so this was their basketball coach. Yep. He had a, a record of 275 and one. 20 and he died of a stroke we have dick corey i remember this guy coached the boston breakers we'll get to that he was 90 years old he uh he was the head of the uh of the modern day uh, high school in southern california for from 57 Mater, uh, Mater day i believe it is okay yeah uh, Mater day, yeah Mater day 57 through 65 and then uh then he played, did uh, defensive coordinator for USC, 66 through 68, assistant at Pitt, 69, a head coach of uh, Cal State Fullerton, 70 through 71, wide receiver coach for Denver, 72, 73, head coach of uh, Portland Storm in the uh, WFL in 74, linebacker coach for the San Diego Chargers, 75, wide receiver Philadelphia, 76 to 81. His career uh, kept crossing the path of Dick Vermeule a lot. He would be from sort of that tree, although he was probably yep. older than Dick. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, then he coached the Breakers here in 83 in Boston, in New Orleans in 84, and Portland in 85. And then uh, 86 through 90, he went to the uh, the Rams uh, as offensive coordinator. Then he was offensive coordinator with the Patriots and Dick McPherson in 91 and 92, then assistant uh, to in Minnesota in 93, and then offensive coordinator for Houston, 94-96, wide receiver coach for the St. Louis Rams, 97-98, and USFL coach of the year in 83. And the Breakers didn't make the playoffs that year. They were much better than people had expected, though. So that's why he won it. And his pro record was 32-41-1. His college record was 13-18-1, but his high school record was 85-9-5. So there okay. you go. Wow. We have Gary Reynolds, 53. He had died of cancer. He was a graduate assistant at uh, Texas A&M in 91, and then uh, he got two degrees from A&M. And then he uh, he was he went to Tennessee and helped them with recruiting. Then that was in 92, 93 through 98. He was in Green Bay as administrator and then administrative assistant and involved in the Super Bowl win that they got in nine, the 97, 98 season. And then the offensive uh, coach for the for them as well. And uh, so then he went to Seattle and uh, let's see have his uh, Seattle a lot he was he was assistant uh, GM in Seattle 99 and 2000 and then um, he was uh, in the administration 01 and 02 and then uh and then he was the uh, offense, an offensive assistant from 03 to 07, with, uh, the, and then back to A&M for 08 through 17, and he was the director of football operations for uh, Texas A&M. Then we have Dale Howarchuk. Yes, we did get it, uh, Robert. 57 years old, first uh, pick in the 1981 draft. He uh, he he was the 82, uh, 81-82 Calder Cup winner for the Rookie of the Year. 81 through 90, he played for uh, for Buffalo. 90 through 95, he played, I'm sorry, Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg. he started with Winnipeg. Yeah, he did. 81 through 90, Buffalo, 90 through 95, St. Louis, 95, 96, Philadelphia, 96, 97, and five all-star appearances. Hall of Famer in 01 for the NHL. 518 uh, goals, 801 assists for a total of 14.09 in points. Uh, actually, that'd be 13.09. I missed added that. 13.19, I think. Anyway, and then he was the head of the Barry Colt in the uh, OHA, the Ontario Hockey Association, and he was uh, from 2010 through 2019. And then uh, he was diagnosed and uh, and died on of stomach cancer. He died on August 18th. Yeah. So then we have, and he was a good player. And yes, then, he was. Angela Buxton, 85 years old. Now, I remember this story about her helping Althea Gibson. She was the women's doubles with Althea Gibson, as who we mentioned earlier in one of our history things, as having been the first person to win titles in Wimbledon and in the uh, U.S. Open at various points. So they were the doubles champions at Wimbledon and the French Open in 56. And then the uh, best finishes for this uh, tennis player. She was the semifinalist in the French Open in 56 and in her singles career in a finals in Wimbledon in 56. But uh, then she went got a goal gold medal in 53 in the Maccabea game, which is the uh, games that are held in uh, for Jewish athletes in Israel. And then uh, she was uh, named to the Jewish Sports Hall of Fame in 81 and the National Jewish Hall of Fame in uh, as well in uh, 14. And in 15, she was named to the Black Tennis Hall of Fame. And she, because of her friendship with Althea Gibson, she was raising funds for Althea when she came on hard times. 
and uh, she, uh, Althea Gibson died in 2003. Uh, she had a hand condition which caused her to have to retire in uh, 1957 at 22, and uh, and she was the number five woman in tennis in 56. So she had a short uh, but pretty good career and a lot of potential there. And let's see, I think we've got our last person here, Aubrey Hill. He only is 48 years old. He died of cancer. Florida wide receiver from 91 through 94, helped them win the Sugar Bowl over West Virginia in 94. In 90, uh, then 80, in, uh, he had 87 receptions, 1454 yards, and 18 touchdowns. Did not get drafted in the NFL, I'm surprised, or di didn't say he appeared on anybody's uh, roster. He was a graduate assistant in Florida from 96 through 98, wide receiver coach at Duke, 99 through 03. Then he was uh, he went to Elon as a wide receiver coach in 04, Pitt 05 through 07, Miami 08 through 10, Florida 11 through 12, again wide receivers, and he'll um, – resigned before the season in 2012 because he was uh, blacklisted for, for two years because of the involvement with, uh, I think there were recruiting violations at Miami a couple of years before, and he was uh, yeah. fingered as one of the folks that was involved in that. Then he came back to uh, Miami and coached the Carroll City High, City High School in Miami from 13 through 16. Then uh, they were the Florida champions in 16 and wide receiver coach in Florida International from 17 through 20. So that was it for him, and that is all. So we had, I guess, Dale Howard was probably the top name in the tennis player yeah, Boston. Yeah, yep. Probably yeah. the top two names there. So that's all I have. Sean, why'd you go and wrap right. it up? I think we're well, basically I didn't get a final score, but Toronto but it, you know, last I saw Toronto was up by twenty nine and that game is over, so I think Toronto did take the brooms out on Brooklyn. So yep. okay. So that means Toronto will play the Celtics and that should be an interesting series. It should. I think it'll be a long one, yeah, I think should, six or seven. Yeah, it should be yeah. interesting. And like I said, we so we'll have we still will have some day basketball tomorrow, Tuesday, a little bit into Wednesday, but then We'll have some playoffs starting soon, second round. But anyway, all right. If you want to hear this show anytime or you want to tell a friend how to listen to this show, they can download it, legendoldies.com. They can also type in Sports Lounge Live, three words in their podcatcher. Tell their smart device, play the Sports Lounge podcast from the legend, uh, from Legend Oldies. Also, uh, when it comes back, 773 572 3006, option number nine. We will have this week's episode of Sports Lounge Live. We will also have last week's episode. Same thing. Hey, we will have all those so you can go and get caught up there. If you want to leave us any comments throughout the week, 800-693-0595, option two, or email us, sportslounge at allthingsradio.net. Remember, if we want to hear what you like, what you don't like, what you think we you'd like to see on here, because as we say, it's it's your show. We're not just doing it to yeah. hear ourselves. And we'd like to thank Marty to for that. participating tonight. Marty added a lot to, hey, to the show. thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Marty, if we, wanted, if we wanted to hear ourselves talk, we could just talk to ourselves. Hey? But anyway. Well, but it was good uh, background on some of the media stuff. I think it was a good uh, yeah. perspective. Yeah. Yep. Very good, Marty. Yeah, definitely very good, Marty. And we will definitely be back next week, and we'll be more into the playoffs. We'll be getting you ready. Ooh, we'll be getting you ready for the Kentucky Derby. That's right. Next week because it'll be the last yeah. show before then. And, and the U.S. Open and not in golf. And the, right? U and and the U.S. Open we'll, will start. Yeah. U.S. Open tennis. We'll have the. Uh, we'll be getting. We'll be more into the FedEx Cup in. Uh, and the baseball trade deadline. And the, and and the baseball the trade deadline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All that stuff, man. Well, we will see you next week with all kinds of things. 